What's up? It's Greg Stero here to introduce you to the True Blue Riffcast, where they talk about amazing movies, bad movies, and everything in between. So you're listening to the True Blue Riffcast. Enjoy it. Thank you, Greg. This is the True Blue Riffcast, the number one riff tracks podcast in the world. I am Jeremy, and I am joined, as always, by... Hey, everybody. I'm Dave, and it's perfect timing because I got exactly to where I needed to be <laughs> right as the show started. Good job, Dave. Good job. Yes. Yes, I know you're all very, very proud of me. Yes. How's it going, <laughs> Dave? How you doing? Oh, I've, I've been crazy busy the last couple of days. Um, I, uh, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a successful author man now. Yes. Uh, as, as, as everybody knows. Uh, New York Times bestseller. That's what everybody was calling me at the stupid wrestling show. Not the stupid <laughs> wrestling show. I I, I, I I could call it that because nobody from that show is going to listen to this. But no, it's it's it. I I, I kid. It's it's it was it's uh, dive wrestling in Utah is very very outstanding. Um, but everyone would be like, "Hey, it's Dave. He's the New York Times bestselling author." And I'm like, "I'm not that successful. Don't <laughs> call me that." But um. There's been enough interest in like that to warrant putting up some novels that have that I took out of print years ago that I wrote in my twenties. So now Ooh. I got to start thinking about this like a businessman. I got to be like, okay, these are products now. It's, it's like Dave business, everybody. Yeah, and so it's uh, and um, one of the things. No, one of the things that I uh, uh, am doing. I mean. All three of those books are now available on the Kindle. Uh, one of them is in paperback. One's getting distributed in the process of getting distribution right now. But one of the other things that I'm doing is getting them all audiobooks. Now, Monkey already Monkey had an audiobook commissioned months ago, so that's I've been in the works. But I'm getting audiobooks for the other three, and I put up the auditions for them are live, so I they're open auditions. And I woke up this morning. I did that yesterday. I woke up this morning, 
And uh, I didn't know you could get spam auditions from bots <laughs> for audiobooks. It's just like, so I, I like, that's like one of the first things that's like, and I was like, wow. listening through some of the, some of the auditions that I got overnight. And one of them is very clearly a text to speech. <laughs> like, 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 it's, yeah, it's no blatant. Thanks. Yeah. It's a blatant text to speech thing. And, uh, sorry, I had to step around the corner here. Um, it's a blatant text-to-speech thing, and it's like like they say, sacrifice sacrift. Like I'm like, no wait, this 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 might be a real lady who just sounds very robotic-like, but no, it's just like like protist and sacrift, and one of nice. the words there is is Nosferatu, but it's like Nosferatu. I'm like, okay, you are not getting you are not getting this big. This this. So it's like one of the things that like I I discovered. That you can, uh, you know, just like another way that people spam you now. Yeah, um, I'd be like, 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 who is this gonna fool? Josh uh, Flowers in the chat says he's totally going to audition and then frame the rejection. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, go to uh, go, Josh Flowers. Go to at D Chadwick Author on Twitter, and all the uh, all the audition links are there. Uh, also, we have uh, a first-time chatter here, uh, David oh. Mello. Thanks for joining us. Thank That's you for joining. Exciting. And uh, let me drop the link here for uh, Dave's Twitter. We're going to just put this right here in the chat for everybody. If you do want to, uh, there you go, Josh. If you want to go uh, audition for that. <laughs> Uh, the links are going to be right in there. We do have a big show today. Yeah, uh, we, we it's do. stuffed we to the brim to with about. content because we are going to be uh, talking about all of the Harry Potter riffs in yeah, one show. Is, um, uh, maybe we we might have bitten off more than we could do. <laughs> maybe we won't we get through all of it today. <laughs> maybe we'll yeah, get through like half of them because uh, and on top there's of that, a lot. We have to, yeah. On top of that, we have to do uh, the Bridget Mary Joe review. Yeah, of... Teenage Space Vampires. We'll yeah, be so talking we, about that we, a little bit. We got a lot of movies to talk about. Yeah. Uh, David Mello says, first time, long time, have been following you guys through the podcast. Well, that's oh, cool. Nice. Thank you for joining Thanks. us today. I'm glad you were able to do that. Glad you were uh, here. On our weird timed show. Um <laughs> Normally we do this on Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Yeah, normally Eastern. it's my internet that screws everything up. It was up my internet that was messed yeah. up last night. Um, and you know this is kind of a good. Uh, Josh mentioned this at the beginning of the when I, we started the broadcast, uh, but he said that this was a good appetizer for tomorrow's Rift Tracks Live. So, so there you go. Oh, I, right. I figure that's a good thing because tomorrow I we've got yeah. we've got. Uh, Rift Tracks Live Amityville for the Evil Escapes, the the Spooky Lamp movie. I'm very yeah, excited like, to go like, see this that one. That is the only thing I know about this movie. I know that it's a four to a uh, to to a series that's based on like a nonfiction ghost book. I actually started to read the the original Amityville horror book, and I decided that these people were all lying. <laughs> not because you know, not because it's obviously not true, yeah. But because um, they are child beaters, and uh, they made this story up to cover up their abuse. So <laughs> it's very clear. Like I like when I heard that that they went on a rampage and then just beat the hell out of all their own kids. I'm like, okay, I see what's happening here. Yeah, but this uh, movie, yeah. uh, who was in this? Was this? Uh... Trying to remember which which famous I actress. I have no idea. Patty Duke. Patty Duke. <laughs> I'm I'm looking up because I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, I only know her uh, about I only know about her from Nick at Night. <laughs> yes, same here. And if you can't tell, Dave is outside today. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I had to step away. I thought I was going to be in a in a in a place where. <laughs> Uh, where I usually come to do the podcast, but um, I just step away for just a sec. Let's but, see. Um, Amityville, the Evo Escapes. Yes, Patty Duke, Nancy Evans in this movie. That's interesting. 
Should be fun watching Patty I, Duke in a made-for-TV horror like sequel. It won't be like podcast, guys. Sorry. <laughs> it's I better. Really it's bad. better now, Dave. You're you're fine. Okay. But that's what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about uh, Teenage Space Vampires uh, or the alternate title, and I'll get into that when we start talking about the film, uh, and a lot of Harry Potter stuff. Uh, yeah, Josh, be... Dave, Dave, Josh says don't get attacked by any dogs. Um, yeah, almost happened once. On and we're going to... We're going to use that uh, as our segue into the box office. Yes. Don't get, a, Don't get attacked oh, no. by dogs. Here's the top movies of the weekend. Um, number one, of course, is Dune. Uh, nice. Even though, even though it's available to watch on HBO Max, it's still brought in over $40 million in the box office. Uh, Halloween Kills at number two. Uh, it had a pretty big drop-off, but it brought in $14.5 million. Uh, James Bond's No Time to Die is Extra third. Blue. Venom Let There Be Carnage is at fourth. And uh, making its debut at uh, fifth is Ron's Gone Wrong, which I have not heard very many it's good a, things about that movie. It's a kid. Isn't that the kid's movie with the with the robot? Yeah, and Zach, voiced by Zach Galifianakis. Oh, well, then I already hate it. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, and The Last Duel, man. You know, I was excited about seeing that movie. It it uh, premiered in the box office in fifth place, and now it's down to seventh. It just it got buried by all of the bigger releases. Halloween Kills, it came out the same Friday as Halloween Kills, so that I kind of that destroyed that movie. awful. What, Halloween Kills or The Last Duel? Yeah. Halloween Kills. I have heard a lot of mixed things about that movie. I, I still have yet to watch it. I want to just because I've seen all the other ones and I just, I don't know. I, I'm i like that. I'm weird like, like that. I just want to see it and see if it's as bad as I heard or as, if it's as good as I've heard from other people. I thought Laurie Strode was dead. How is oh, Jamie Lee Curtis still in these movies? In one of the sequels... She died, but all that stuff got yeah. retconned with the new sequel that came out in 2018. Not counting the Rob Zombie sequels that came out before that. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> it sounds like it sounds like this franchise is a total joke. It's got three different timelines right now, Dave. It's not okay. it's not like the uh, Child's Play universe, which now is split into two timelines, but. They've only had one movie in the in the other. I'll tell you what, like, if if you want to talk about Child's Play for a minute, I know. Have you seen Have you seen any of the uh, the series for Chucky? Not yet. I want to because I know that it's a sequel to. um, It's actually the newer ones. The uh, Chucky is no, no, not 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 the most recent one. I'm talking about. Cult of Chucky and the one that came before that, I think. Was yeah, called. it's it's in line with the main Child's Play universe. Yeah, with um, with uh, with uh, with Fiona Duras. Those movies are outstanding. Those movies are great. Um, uh, Cult of Chucky, in particular, I think was shot beautifully. I think there's a lot of really awesome, beautiful cinematography happening in that movie. It's also, you know, it's also good uh, Chucky fun. But um, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. So I definitely want to see some of that, uh, uh, and it had a cool twist ending. So I do want to see how all that turns out. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Again, I haven't watched any of the series, but I think it's on Peacock, so I could probably watch it on there. And if not, I know they have some of the episodes, the full episodes, just up on YouTube. Um, oh, okay. Through the official account, so they're not like you know somebody just uploaded them. They're actually up they there. I don't even think you can do that anymore. I don't know. I haven't tried. It's not, so. like, it's not like 10 years ago. Yeah. You just upload gone. anything you wanted to. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> there was like no, it was like when YouTube was like the Wild West. Yeah. And then and it got people just uploaded YouTube. everything. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I, we, we really have to talk about this Teenage Space Vampires. Yeah. From yeah, uh, Bridget do. and Mary Joe. Uh, released on Friday, Rift Tracks presents. Uh, I saw it in the email where it just said uh, "teenage teenagers in or vampires in puberty" or something like that. 
Uh, but I, I recognize the title immediately because I watched this movie uh, back in 2017. So you uh, would watch this movie on Rift. I would watch it. I have watched this movie on Rift. So we already get that right out of the way. But I have a different version of it. I mean, it's the same movie. But uh, the version I have is called uh, Darkness, the Teen Space Vampire Saga. So obviously they renamed it to jump all over the Twilight Just stuff Twilight, and to try and yeah. trick people. And um, I'm showing it to the to the audience right now, but none of these people on the cover are in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Josh, it goes. That's very... Josh says, uh, love that you own it already. And, uh, dude, there's a lot that I have that... Uh, <laughs> might might surprise people that I actually bought these movies. I think I paid a quarter for this one when I bought it, so I'm not like out very much movie. And that was the only reason I uh, I got it was because I was able to get it for so cheap. Yes, the Roger Corman School of DVD covers. That's that's exactly right, David. Um, okay, so teenage space vampires. When I first watched this movie, I could not hardly find any information on it. It was the weirdest thing. Like, I know there's some movies that, you know, they don't have maybe like a Wikipedia Wikipedia page, page, but you can usually find more information on them somewhere. This movie, I had to dig. When I initially watched it, I had to dig to find out information, and I found a trailer for it, and even that was was very hard to do. Uh, I actually found two different trailers. They were the same footage, but they were voiced over by two different people, and one, of course, was for the Darkness version, and the other one was for the Teenage Space Vampires version. So I was super confused even at that. Uh, but I found the original VHS cover for this movie, and down at the bottom it says uh, it's part of the Pulse Pounders. Uh, and then <laughs> underneath that it says Family Sci-Fi with an Edge. So I knew, you know, I'm like, all right, it's one of these. Family sci-fi with an edge. Yes. You know, uh, the, like, okay, look, that's a contradiction in terms. You can't have family entertainment and also be edgy. That's not what family <laughs> entertainment is. That's not uh, what it is. You can't be like, oh, let's watch this with our whole family, and some chick just gets her boobs out. That's edgy. Or yeah, there's definitely – there's definitely none of that in here. Uh, for those of you watching, here's the uh, <laughs> here's the cover with the Pulse Pounders logo at the bottom. <laughs> I just I don't, can't see I don't it, understand so, it. You yeah. can't see it, but I'll send you the, I'll send you the link to it. Okay. Uh, so there's that for you. Um, so this movie is apparently a a uh, Romanian Canadian U.S. production. What? Yeah. That is an interesting combination. Um and some of the characters in this movie, the dubbing, there's okay, we've talked about this before on the podcast where the they'll just dub over yeah. stuff that they don't really need to dub over and when they do that, you get this really weird effect and they, it's called they, the ghost house effect. Yes, the ghost house effect. Uh they do that in this movie with like there's a, there's uh, some twins that are bullies, and the dubbing on them is so terrible because it obviously is not the same person doing their voice. But they're saying exactly what they're saying when they're saying it. It's it's just yeah the ghost house effect in full yes. effect. Uh, yes, but <clears throat> after I found the box art, the the whole movie. Uh, started to to make a little bit more sense, and I don't mean like the plot of the movie, but like there's no blood in the movie, there's no swearing in the movie, there's no nudity in the movie, there's no threat in the movie, and spoiler alert, no one was actually hurt at the end of the movie. So, <laughs> unless you count the actual space vampire in this in this movie, but uh, we'll we'll get to that. Um, the movie starts out with uh, Billy, our main. Uh, Twenty-year-old playing a uh, playing a teenager. Billy and the Magic Egg. And yes, yes, David Mill, this is duller than Twilight, uh, <laughs> which I never thought I'd say. Uh, but an alien, <laughs> this alien spaceship comes down, and uh, Billy is the only one to see it. It's like the middle of the night, 
he's a huge monster movie nerd. He's got posters for like subspecies on his wall. He's got uh, like a Frankenstein action figure that they focus in on, on you know, the establishing shots. But uh, he's the only person who sees this. And of course, nobody believes him because, you know, he he's into Mr. these Duffalo, horror movies. So. Mr. Duffelopagus isn't real. Yeah. You're just watching too many of those movies, you know, that type of thing. Big sure, whatever, big bird. <laughs> but but nobody believes him. Not his poorly dubbed parents, not his neighbor with the thick German accent. I mean, I think it's German. I'm not sure. It sounded German to me. Uh, his history teacher we'll talk more or even about Germans the, later. Yes, the hilariously bad dubbed uh, bully twins. Uh, the twins, the teacher, and the uh, German neighbor. It turns out they're already, they've already been turned uh, by the space vampire when we first meet them. We don't know it yet, but they're already, they're already part of it. The rest of the neighborhood starts getting turned uh, over the course of the movie, even though they're not actual vampires. It's, Isn't that always the way, though? Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 I don't like at the end of the movie where it's like, oh, we're all vampires. The whole yeah, time. we're all vampires. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what exactly they get turned into because it's not vampires. Uh, I mean, they they are on the sunlight. They're not sparkly, and they're not bursting into flames. So I, you know, but they do get these weird, uh, like after effects things on their faces where like their their eyebrows raise up hilariously high and their eyes glow or their mouths like spread open and fangs pop out and uh, you know it's all very uh somebody who just learned how to use iMovie uh, <laughs> type of effects but uh a lot of the movie for some reason takes place at a high school soccer game which is kind of weird and it has the most annoying cheerleaders ever that I've ever seen in any movie that has cheerleaders. Like, oh, it's so bad. What about the cheerleaders um, in um, Lovely But Deadly? Uh, they're they're less annoying than the cheerleaders in this movie. Um, one of the movie's titles, uh, you know, uh, seems to imply that there's more than one space vampire. Like I said, there's not. There's just the one. Everybody gets turned into something else, and they can bite people and turn them into the same thing with the weird space virus or whatever you want to call it. Uh, by the end of the movie, I think there's like four people who haven't been turned into these creatures. Uh, and <laughs> they they lay some... Uh, some uh, Chekhov's diamond on us early in the movie uh, with this history teacher talking about how they found this giant diamond in the coal mines uh, that called it the uh, what was it? I forgot to write that down. Um, the light of the moon I think is what it was called. Something like that. And uh, that's what this space vampire is here to find. Vlathos. The space vampire. Vlathos. Vlathos. And uh, Billy finds it. He he gets it away from, smashes it, and it had all this sunlight and moonlight stored up in it, and uh, that destroyed Vlathos, and then everyone got turned back to normal. Uh, because yeah, you know this movie thinks Shouldn't that sunlight and moonlight are two separate things. Uh, Shouldn't they all die? Shouldn't they all die? If I, it just, I don't. If yes, the they head should. Vampire- if this was if this was dies. any other type of movie, they would have all died at the end. But this remember, this is family sci fi, Dave, so you can't have edge. actual Yeah, that would that would probably be Vlathos dying. That's the edge. They killed the bad guy. Like, woo. Um But they they treat sunlight and moonlight as two completely separate things, even though they explain what a lunar eclipse is in the movie. <laughs> How the sun gets blocked from the moon. And, you know, uh, yeah. So that implies knowledge of the sun's light reflecting off the moon, but they still treat it as it's a completely different thing. Uh, there was an interesting twist to this though. Uh, yeah. something, something different, you know, normally in movies when people get like taken over by the bad guy, like they're mind controlled or whatever, whenever uh, they, they get fixed, go back to normal. They have, they don't remember anything that happened. Yeah. You know, they have no memory. This one, the Look, people have full memory of everything that happened. 
and they just like go to counseling. No, they're just like, all right, we're good. Nobody gets nobody gets like freaked out about what happened. Uh, they're just all seem fine with it. It's a nice, safe, sanitary ending for a nice, safe, sanitary movie. Uh, and the riff, Bridget and Mary Joe. Well, they're they're again, as always. They, they do a great job at this, and 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 we haven't talked about a riff tracks presents in a while, so I'm gonna I'm gonna get out there the same message that I always do. A lot of people still they skip these over. Yeah, they skip these because it's not Mike, Kevin, and Bill. Same with the ones by uh, Ian and Matthew J, and uh, the ones from Cole and Janet, and uh, just because it's not Mike, Kevin, and Bill. Mm-hmm. And if you're still doing that, guys, you're missing out, especially with mm-hmm. this movie. Oh my gosh! Honestly, this is this, and not not just because I already was familiar with the movie, like with Light Blast, because that one I was you know pining for. We were trying to get that made. This one, you know, I never yeah. expected to see it. I never tried to get them to do it or anything like that. <laughs> never suggested it, you know. And never went this to is com. No, not for this movie. Uh, but I'm very glad they did it, and it's one of my favorite uh, recent releases from from Bridget and Mary Jo. Like I absolutely love it. Uh, David in the chat says, uh, this, "This is why the Hallmark Channel shouldn't do horror films. They'd be cheesier than their Christmas ones." <laughs> the Hallmark Channel. Well, no, if it was like, well, okay, well, not the Hallmark Channel. Well, they, didn't channel, they do like, like um, the Good Witch or something, or maybe that was Lifetime? I don't know. Well, I don't no, know. Lifetime. There was a whole series all the about time. That. There's just like women getting kidnapped and you know words I'm things. not supposed to say on on yeah. on Twitch. Yes, lots Lose. of Bridget Mary Joe riffs this year, Josh. But yeah, this is uh, this is a great riff, guys. And if you if you don't buy these things simply because of Bridget Mary Joe, this one I would heavily implore you to reconsider. But yeah, this is. Uh, this is great. Yes, yeah, so Josh says if you're skipping on a Brit tracks, you're missing out. Hardly, yeah, wholeheartedly definitely. agree with that because we, I mean, Matthew yeah. J is a good friend to the podcast, and uh, their stuff is good. And he usually contributes a lot uh, to the Bridget Mary Joe ones. He writes for them also, and I'm sure he wrote some stuff for this, and uh, because he has been doing a lot of that uh, over this past year. But that's uh, Teenage Space Vampires. It's a very it's it's a kids movie. It's a kids yeah. movie. It's literally a kids movie. Uh, and we'll use that to transition into uh, another kids movie. Very long conversation about Harry Potter. <laughs> probably, definitely, very long conversation. We'll see how long. I'm I looking see. at my notes here, and I've got about two pages. Just of of riffs, just from the first uh, six movies. Yeah. Okay. So um, the uh, uh, when I just offhandedly on the last podcast said, uh, "Screw it, let's let, let let's talk about the Harry Potter movies." Yeah, whatever. Um, I knew that there were eight movies, but then, like you know, I started thinking about it. Like, we're gonna have to talk about. Eight Harry Potter movies, so we'll see how long our stamina holds out. I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna put that out there as a, as kind of like a, a button that we can push, that be like, that like like a part two question mark button. The uh, end. Yeah. So uh, we, this this might be a two parter because yes. I don't know if we want to be here for like we we've done podcasts that last two hours and by the end of it. Uh, We're it, both completely it, it, beat. Yeah, it's it's pretty slap happy. So we'll see how far we can go. Um, <laughs> fortunately for me, I I don't really have that much to say about the first two Harry Potter movies because I've seen them very very little. Because when Harry Potter, I mean, even with the Rift tracks, I only really got got into into in, in quotes Harry Potter because of Rift tracks. Yeah. I had already aged out of the whole Harry Potter phenomenon when 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 it came out, and I was oh, like yeah. in that I was in that sweet spot where like I was I was sixteen. It was ninety seven. I was sixteen, and it was like a little kid thing, but also like grown ups were reading, and I'm like y'all are 
Like I'm such a '90s edge lordy child, child <laughs> man. Yeah, right, that looks that yeah like but no it was like it was something that was to to be to be mocked because they were literally kids books yeah like 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 novels novels for kids but like they were just like going gangbusters and this is also at the time you remember this you remember when there were all these Christian groups for some odd oh my reason uh, uh were like Harry Potter is Satan uh, it's just like like no. Like, yeah, you can't. It's weird. it's witchcraft, and uh, and you you can't have anything to do with it if you're a Christian. Yes, I yeah. I definitely remember yeah, that. Like like it was um, that like like that was the whole whole thing. Like is J.K. Rowling like is J.K. Rowling the devil? Is well, she the demon Bahamut? <laughs> that's uh that's still kind of up in the air with uh, some other things, but that has that's yeah. unrelated to Harry Potter. So we're not going to be talking. Yeah, we don't talk about that kind of. No, thing. No, we don't talk about that kind of thing here. Thank you, Ben Pooler Man, for redeeming I'm Batman, uh, so I get to uh, wear this mask for five minutes on stream. By the way, that's it. Uh, just in case, yes, it's only it's only a five minute thing. Yeah, they are. Uh, but yeah, that's the first uh, the first Harry Potter movie. I remember when that came out. Everybody was just like, like there were people literally calling it. Uh, the Wizard of Oz for a new generation. Ugh. That was like the like, main review that, that they were using for the commercials for that. The Wizard of Oz for a new generation. It's like, no, that's that's not what this is at all, guys. <laughs> this is um, something completely different. I will say I I will say this about the first about the first two Harry Potter movies. I didn't see them until after I had already seen the first Harry Potter movies I saw was the third Harry Potter movie, and I saw it with a date on a girl who I would eventually get engaged and broken up with from. Uh, oh, so, so happy memories. Oh, great. Yes, yeah, it's great. So that was the first. So they were already like, they were they, they were already clearly aging out of their of their of their supposed ages. Yeah. Um. So and then. The other ones I watched, then I saw the first one I saw after that. I think it was like Harry Potter 6, and then I saw Harry Potter 5 with the Rift Tracks, and then I watched and then I watched all the Rift Tracks ones. But then I went back, and so I'm used to seeing these, uh, these, uh, these kids as basically adults, um, yeah. because they're adults now, um, and, uh, I went back and like oh I went back and I watched the first two for for Rift Tracks and I was like oh my gosh they're tiny they're, they're little babies. babies they're little yeah. tiny baby people that's insane yeah I kind of feel that way going back uh, and rewatching them because I've my kids like these and I've had to watch them I can't tell you how many times at least the last time we watched through. Uh, I had my uh, my phone sitting next to me, and I had one of my earbuds in, and I was uh, <laughs> listening to the riff. But of course, I'm laughing, and they keep looking at me like, "Dad, be quiet! Like, I'm trying to watch the movie." Yeah. When are we gonna get to the fireworks <laughs> factory? <laughs> oh, but, but um, let's but... let's start talking about Sorcerer's Stone a little bit. Okay, this and, is what and I know about this is what my... I know about Sorcerer's yeah. Stone and yeah. what I remember. There's a guy. Who has a turban? Who has Voldemort's face on it? Who Harry totally manslaughters at the end of the movie? Yeah, he and I, I actually have a, have one of the riffs for that. I I focused on the, on these when I was rewatching them uh, over the last couple days. I mostly focused on the riffs uh, okay. and trying to go through some well, of my I, favorite uh, jokes because you know it's Harry Potter. Everybody knows yeah. what Harry Potter is, whether you've seen it or not. Uh, which oh, I most people have, but. Uh, but some of my favorite uh, my favorite jokes right at the beginning, uh, when they're they're showing like the flashback or whatever, them dropping off Baby Potter uh, on the doorstep of the the Dursleys. There's a cat, and the riff for the cat is "I can has wizard," and <laughs> I just the other two, uh, Kevin and Bill, are just like wow. And I just, I just really, really like that. That's actually going to be the title of this episode, by the way. I can, I can has, has wizard. wizard. Yes. The original meme. Yes, the original the meme. The original cat meme. 
I can't uh, and then they burger. they set the baby down on the on the doorstep and and they say, hey, when they get back from vacation next month, they'll find him right here. <laughs> I remember, like, I, I I remember when, like, um, because I didn't get didn't get quote unquote into Harry Potter, like, uh, until until Rift Tracks, um, and oh, uh, I posted on Facebook once, and was it was slapped down almost immediately. At, um, it's like why. Why does Harry keep going back to these people who obviously hate him? Why, like yeah, like, for like the like, first like, why, three movies. Yeah, like why does he keep going back to the Dursleys? Why doesn't he just go back to uh, uh, the Weasleys' house? Or why did he stay at Hogwarts or something? Like, why is he going back with these people? And they'll be like, well, the spell, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. try to, like, like retcon away this this huge flaw in logic. Where, let me ask you something, Harry. Would you want to go live with uh, a bunch of people who hate you for no reason? Or would you want to go live with your best friend and who has a sister who is totally hot for you? Yeah, that's that's an easy answer. Like, yeah. obviously, like, you well, don't stay with the people or something. Yeah. That's like, how I feel about that. He has to be with family. He has to. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's iron iron clad logic. Like, why do those? Like, what? Why did those? Why did those wizards? Why did those wizards? Like, why did Dumbledore? Dumbledore one. Why did Dumbledore one? And um, the old lady from Hook. Why'd they even leave him there? If they're just I, gonna come back later and get him, why did they just I keep don't him? know. I don't understand it. Like, like you said, it's very flawed logic and uh, it's very hand wavy. You know the way that they try and <laughs> explain it. Harry uh, Potter, the movie has to happen. Yes. Uh, when uh, when they first get to Hogwarts and they get like the feast and it just like kind of appears there. Uh, and everybody's super excited. I love the line here. It's a wow, chicken wings and corn. It's as magical as Boston Market. <laughs> love that one. Is Boston Market even still a thing? I I don't know if they are. Like I know they still have I like seen them in a long frozen time. entrees that you can buy, but I don't know if they're still like a, a restaurant? restaurant chain. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, and then when they first meet uh, the three-headed dog. Uh, well, I don't remember the the, the fluffy or whatever. Who's I think it's fluffy. Boy, yeah. Um, they the line is sausages. Did someone say sausages? <laughs> sausages? What sausages? Like like all three of the guys are doing it because there's three heads for the dog and they're all very alert. And I I don't know. I love it whenever they do a sausages riff. Uh, because it just I don't know. There's something about the sausages commercials that like stuck in my head for all these years. Thing. Yeah, it could I th- be. I I think Mike really likes to write about about snossages. <laughs> but they, I know they did it in uh, the last slumber party. They did the snossages line in there, and uh, mm. yeah, I love I love the. But my favorite riff, my favorite riff from Sorcerer's Stone, is uh, when they're at the end. It's the final showdown between you know the guy with the the little turban on his head. Turban and he man, yeah. Unwraps it, and it's it's uh, Voldemort there. And uh, Harry, like, touches the guy, and he starts, like, crumbling. Like, he just touches the guy. Uh, Totally, like, manslaughters the guy, and he just, like, crumbles. And uh, Mike and Bill, this is, they're like, was there an X-Man who could do that? Noxemo? And Bill goes, Cerebro, Noxemo, Cerebro. And then Kevin goes, Magneto. And like, Mike no. and Bill are just like, no, no, that's our joke, not for Kevin. <laughs> not for. They did that. I think they did that in Avengers as well. <laughs> it's so good. Like that's that's one of my favorite callbacks. Is the the whole Magneto Cerebro thing? So Cerebro. It's one of my all time favorite callbacks for Rift Tracks. Because uh, fun fact, uh, X Men is the first one that uh, Bill Corbett was a uh, was brought into Rift Tracks for. Believe it or not, there was a time in Rift Tracks when uh, they, when all three, when like when Kevin and Bill were just like special guests with Mike. Yeah, I'm so glad that they're all together doing it. Yeah, like uh, and and that they've redone some of the uh, 
Mike only riffs with all three yeah. of them. Like Roadhouse. Oh, I love yeah, I love a, the, the three the, riffer the, version the, of that the, movie. The, the uh, three riffer version of Roadhouse is one of the best things. Yes. But uh, anyway, Harry Potter, um, movie two, uh, in the intro, I think Mike says that um, this is probably the most British thing we've ever seen here on the tracks. <laughs> yes. It's, uh, uh, what's the second one? Uh, oh, Chamber of Secrets. That's right. Yeah, the Chamber of Secrets. The one with the big, uh, one with the big snake. Yeah. And um, they, there's a, a riddle man. <laughs> like he's a ghost or something that Harry. Yeah, doesn't like, he have like the yeah. the diary? Yeah, like his like, diary. Like, yeah, yeah, be like a Tom Riddle. Um, like, 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 it's a very, it's a, very, it's a very. Um, I don't want to say tired, but like it's it's a it's it, the anagram for I am Lord Voldemort. Yeah, is <laughs> to to be to be Tom Riddle. It's very it's it's a stretch. <laughs> Um, this is this is the movie where they introduce the idea of uh, mudbloods, and oh, they kind right. of they kind of carry that through the riff. Like they just call uh, Hermione muddy a lot, uh, and this is also the one where Ron is puking out the slugs, and so they call him like slug mouth or something like that, and it's, or slug breath slurs. Yeah. It's like 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 where the wizards have to, like like that's an ongoing thing with Rift Tracks and Harry Potter. It's that it's just like how many slurs the uh the wizards use. Yeah. Um there's there's a part in there where uh Neville I think it's on their defense against the dark arts guy or whatever, but uh Neville gets like pulled up and he's hanging from a chandelier. And yep. this is this is you know pretty decently into the film at this point, and he goes he goes why is it always me? And then Mike very angrily goes bitterly boink de boink boing. Now can we please, can have, we a please story? have a story? Yes, I love that. I love that riff. Uh, and then they're all like in the hallway at night after uh, you know stuff starts happening with the chamber. I think this is when the cat uh, is like petrified and like hanging on the wall or something. And like everybody, they tell everybody to leave and go back to their rooms. And and Dumbledore goes, except you three. And the the line is, uh, Larry, Don, and uh, the Mudblood. <laughs> oh man, that's not even my favorite riff of this though. There's <clears throat> all right. I typed this whole thing out. I had to rewatch this part so many times. This is when they were going through. Uh, Gonna go through the woods to get to the the spider thing. Yes. And okay. There's, there's keep in mind, very... this movie has a this movie has a giant spider and a giant snake. Yes. Okay. So this is <clears throat> this is the thing. This is bad. They're gonna follow them back to Shelob, mother of all spiders. So they <laughs> oh. better employ the elvish cloaks again, the one from Lorien. If not, they'll get eaten alive before they reach Mount Doom, and Emperor Palpatine will triumph. Well, unless the Enterprise reaches them in time, and the Sandman is defeated by Optimus Prime. And Kevin's like, you might need a riffing vacation, Mike. And Mike goes, ha, like- says the guy who looks like Randy Bachman. And then Bill's like, hey, Mike, you're riffing Kevin. Stop it. Oh, Oh God, you're right. I'm so sorry. And uh, Kevin's like, "It's okay, man." And Bill's like, "Yeah, it happens to the best of us." And then Mike's like, "Yeah, but does it ever happen to you?" <laughs> and Kevin's like, "Mike, snap out of it. We've got spiders to watch. Stop ripping us." It's so I love that so much. Yeah, like Mike's um, just going insane like, from all yeah, of these movies, all these big blockbusters. I think that was like. I mean, at this time, I think there's like a 2007 or 2008 riff. I'm not sure. But, like, they had been doing this, and they had just been doing blockbusters for a long time. Uh, it's kind of the opposite of what it is now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, where uh, every blockbuster just starts to uh, to look the same. And, you know, it's it's their job to watch all these. I think that was – that started coming out in, in, in the writing. Yeah. This was uh, August fifth, two thousand eight, when this one uh, came out. What year? August two thousand eight, August fifth. Oh, okay. But yeah, that's and it, you know, again, everybody knows what happens in the movie, uh, so we're not going to 
We're not going and to it, talk about that, but those are my personal ends, favorite riffs in there. And it ends with it ends with Hagrid uh, coming back, and them just like she like Hagrid's the real star of this movie. All hail Hagrid! Yay! So they keep cheering until two in the morning. Yeah. Like all the kids <laughs> love the giant janitor, which is what you do in school, really. I mean, you become <laughs> you become so attached to the groundskeeper. So anyway, uh, should we uh, should we talk about at all the uh, uh, connection to uh, the Rift Tracks classic Thor? I'm sure sure the esoteric movie that no one would ever know unless they <laughs> watch Rift Tracks Thor. How Kenneth Braga, the villain in the movie, directed that movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and made it like this big Shakespearean type thing. Uh, but uh, it's uh, yeah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. What's 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 anyway. more embarrassing? What part of that? Uh, what part of that would you say is more embarrassing? I don't know. I I, I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, anyway, moving on to Prisoner of Azkaban. Now this is where the movies like start to get good, a darker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't, I don't hate the Harry Potter movies. Like, oh, I don't I, hate them either. I, they're not. I don't think they're awful. They definitely deserve to be riffed, but I don't think they're. You know, it's not because they're movies like you know Teenage Space Vampires or Light Blast or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, but this uh, one is was- where we get introduced to uh, Buckbeak. 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 And there's a, there's a part where when they're when they're meeting Buckbeak and Hagrid's like teaching them how to approach him, and like Harry goes up and bows and and the you know, Buckbeak kind of bows back or whatever, and Hagrid tosses him a rat, and one of the guys is like, "Have a rat, Buckbeak," and then Bill goes, "Scabbers," which <laughs> Scabbers is Ron's little Scabbers animal familiar thing and he's he's got a rat and it's scabbers of course oh, also, we find out later in the movie later that it turns out that uh, he was a dude all along yeah he which kind of yeah. makes it a little creepier because this rat was around ron all the time yeah and, and Ron's he's not gonna you know if, age if he's in if he's in his room changing or whatever He's not going to care if the rat is looking at him. But yeah, when you find so, out that it's like a middle-aged man, uh, yeah, who's been like a rat for many, many, many years. It it kind of takes on a whole different perspective. Why would you say why would you do that? If you were a fugitive, if you could turn into an an, an animal, why would you want to be uh the um why would you want to be the uh Weasley's pet rat? For 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 twenty years, it doesn't make any sense. And it's anyway, it's... but the the riff of this one is really 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 good. Oh um, yes, I actually have more more individual riffs for this one I think than I have for the rest of them. Um, when they when the the teacher the new teacher because every every time every every movie you have to have a new teacher to replace the, the one teacher, that turned yeah, out to one, be the bad guy in the last bad one bad guy like this one is the 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 werewolf yeah uh lapan or whatever the guy's name yeah, is uh, remus lupin is his name lupin yeah and uh when he's he's talking to harry and he's just like oh yeah so oh yes i knew her <laughs> Yeah, the guys are like, that's yeah, the creepiest like, way to tell yeah, someone you knew their to tell, dead mom. To tell anybody that you knew their dead mom. Oh, like, oh yes. yes. I knew your mom. Like, oh, I yeah. Knew her. Oh. Being like, he said, like, <laughs> rubbing his nipples or something. It's like, you're, you're, <laughs> it's like, you're my teacher. Yeah. Talk about my mom like that. That's disturbing. Uh, later after his, uh, after, what is it, their Quidditch and his, his broomstick gets broken. Over that, he's oh, like, "Oh, oh sorry no, to no, hear about your broomstick. Is there no let chance of fixing it?" Oh, let me yeah. say, you think that would be easily fixed by magic, but you'd be wrong. Yes. <laughs> uh, oh gosh, um, there's, there's so much in this movie that could 
you would think could be solved by magic. By by magic, yeah. When like um, uh, how he and uh, like like I, I guess allegedly the um, like when they're in the Quidditch tournament and they have that one dude, like either yeah, he's. You cut now, chasing Dave. <laughs> Harry, or Harry's chasing him in the Quidditch game, and they go up, and 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 Harry nearly dies. Like, is that supposed to be? Uh, oh, sorry, is that supposed to be? Uh, not Robert. It's not Robert Pattinson, but his character, uh, Cedric Diggory. Yeah. Well, that's. Is he in this one? Hello. Or does he not show up till the second one, or till the next one? Goblet of Fire. I don't remember if he's in Prisoner. No, 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 no. That's the 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 second one. No, he's he said, but but I think that like. No, but I think there's lore that that is supposed to be Cedric, but he's not played by Robert Pattinson in this movie. They yeah. cast uh, said Robert Pattinson to be Cedric Diggory for the next movie. Yeah, but um, I'm I'm not sure. But anyway, it's uh, the whole Quidditch thing. It's be like they called off the gate when uh, you know Harry almost died. Yeah, ends up in the hospital. And like they called off the game when Professor McGonagall made a plea for basic human decency. <laughs> <laughs> Children are never endangered at Hogwarts. No, it's the safest oh, place in the world. Uh, there's uh, when I don't remember. Oh, he's Harry's like sneaking around at night, and uh, Snape finds him, and uh, they he's just like Harry's like my dad didn't strut and chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> neither did he pout nor put it out, and that I love but that one. Neither did he. St- out or just <laughs> he out did not put, out it out. put it out. Uh, uh, but um, anyway, so uh, I don't think it's until movie four when I like I think like I think my favorite, I think my favorite Harry Potter riff is like either is either four or five. Four has got some really really strong strong riffs yeah. in it because this is the one where things get dark and they start killing and they start killing people off and Robert Pattinson shows up and by this time they're already like eyeball deep into Twilight so (laughs) yeah uh this there's one more in uh Prisoner Azkaban that I I loved uh and it's uh when they're they're using the the time turner thing crossover jokes about yeah yes there's a lot of those in uh, Goblet of Fire but uh Hermione comes up to uh, Harry and she's like, what were you doing at 7.30? And he's like, I don't know, going to Hagrid's? And then uh, the riff is, uh, I certainly wasn't masturbating, if that's what you're implying. Because he's a teenage teenage boy, and that's what they do. That's the joke. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, So, yeah, let's... Masturbation joke. Yes. We're we're itching to but, get into um, Goblet of Fire, so let's go to Goblet any, of Fire you have, because you have any other ones from three? No, no, I don't. Okay, um, yeah. but uh, Goblet of Fire when okay. when Robert Pattinson first shows up, I'm kind of skipping ahead in the movie a little bit because we we want to talk about this. But when he first shows up as Cedric, uh, the joke is ah undead, and then Bill goes quick, fall in love with it ah. Like yeah, no, it's like be all broody and be all broody and codependent. Ah, ah. so anytime Robert Pattinson shows up, it's always about it's always about Twilight. Which it's always is, about Twilight. Because what would you expect? Just, which is just delightful. Yes, <laughs> I would. I would expect nothing else, and I would have been disappointed uh, if they didn't do that at this point when when they riffed this movie. Uh, at the very beginning yeah. of the movie, we see. Uh, Voldemort's and uh, you know he kills a dude with that that spell. Yeah, his. Uh, yeah, and but... as soon as he does it, a tea kettle starts whistling, and Kevin's like, "Ah, your dramatically timed tea is ready." You know, you always bugs me about 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 that scene and like the, the 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 return of Voldemort in particular is that it's never explained how he became a baby. <laughs> like. How and when did that happen? He suddenly, I don't remember like, if they talk about it in the books or not. They don't. He suddenly somehow rat guy just like suddenly has like this noseless snake fetus. <laughs> uh, noseless snake fetus. Words I bet you never yeah. 
thought you'd hear today. Noseless snake fetus. Yeah, noseless noseless snake fetus. Yes, um, and uh, so um, they trick Harry and um, Edward to uh, come to <laughs> the uh, the uh, to come to the graveyard uh, by competing in. See, like it, it's very convoluted because. The whole thing is set up where uh, Harry was. Uh, he's not old enough was, to be in the Goblet yeah, of Fire. To be in the tri- yeah, he's not old enough to be in the tournament. So they have to like manipulate the Goblet of Fire to be like, oh, he was pulled out from a different school. There's a whole big explanation for it in the book it's that dumb. they don't address. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we really don't need it. I mean, for all the things that that like aren't explained in Harry Potter, I guess I'd be like, <laughs> magic gone wrong, boo. Yeah, um, that's that's that, the explanation. That's all you need, right there. Um, but uh, so uh, anyway, but like so, it's the, the the long con is to get Harry to win the tournament so he can touch the uh, the Tri Wizard Trophy, which is a yeah. port key, which they set up earlier in <laughs> the book and movie. Yeah, as a boot. That, Takes them to the World Cup. Um, yeah, he. And, uh, uh, like, oh, it's a port key. Yeah, it's a trap. Like, well, why did you need to do? Why did we have to go through all that? Why, why did you just? Why did you send someone to grab? Why did you send somebody to grab him? Yeah. I mean, Hogwarts is full of people who are, who are loyal to Voldemort. Have Snape just grab the dude? Uh. And yeah, or, bring him to wherever you need to go. What? Yeah, they they touch the, the thing. Cedric touches it first, and gets like warped to the graveyard, and he's dead when Harry shows up. Be like, we have to do it together. It's, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. dead. He's dead. He's so already, much for Robert yeah, Pattinson. Like, yeah. Uh, when the games first start, the yeah. first oh, uh, whatever. A, the. Uh, they set off a cannon to signify the start of uh, of the the first oh, game. I love this. This is one of my and favorite riffs ever. The cannon goes off, and they're just like, "Oh, the cannonball killed four students." And Mike says, "Well, what house like, what were, house they, were in? they in?" Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Yeah, throw a tarp, throw a tarp over, over them. <laughs> Nobody cares. Uh, throw a tarp over them. <laughs> I love that. Uh, but uh, what I think, I think that's one of my favorite. Um, Harry Potter riffs of all time. Yeah. One of one of my uh one of the other great great riffs that I that I, I used to post to Facebook all the time back uh way back in the day was um you know at the end when um uh uh what's his name? Dumbledore two is uh like all distressed about Cedric Diggory dying and Voldemort oh, yeah, being yeah, yeah. back. And they're doing like they're and the, they're in like the Great Hall or like the Great Hall of Evil or whatever it is there. And it's being like Cedric Diggory was was a great student and you all the the, the line was and you all deserve to know how he died. And Kevin says, <laughs> Well let's see. He I was he was zapped by a by a fat buck tooth man holding an evil baby. <laughs> Uh, Let's see. He was zapped by a fat bucktooth man holding an evil baby. It's like, oh my gosh, that's. I get so happy thinking about it. <laughs> uh, there's a section in this movie that makes me so uncomfortable, and it's when Harry Potter and Ron shame <sighs> Hermione because yeah. she dares go on a date with uh, with um, the guy the from page. the. The yeah, Russian with, school, yeah, with, with, with the painting from Ghostbusters too, um, <laughs> Igor, Evo, something. Fun I don't fact: even know if that jokes make sense. Yeah. Fun fact: Did you know that that wasn't actually even a painting? It was a photograph. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. That was a terrible movie. Fun fact: Ghostbusters two is awful. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I love it when we just kind of go off track like that. Yeah, we just completely, <laughs> just, completely just, just crap completely all over unrelated. Just yeah. crap all over Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> what other what other random movies uh, that have nothing to do with what we're talking about? Can we just crap on? 
What about, I mean, uh, I bring up Follow That Bird a lot for some reason, but I like that movie. Even though I, I like Follow That years. Bird. I have yeah. that on DVD still. Yeah. My he, wife he, tried to get rid of it, and I'm like, no. 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 You're not getting rid of Follow That Bird. That was when Sesame Street was good. It's like The yes. Simpsons. <laughs> early, the early seasons were the best. Yeah. Uh. Uh, do you have anything else of note to say about Harry Potter 4? Uh, no. Uh, other than it, this was overall, I think this is my best, my best, my favorite riff, uh, mostly because I think it's the worst uh, adaptation of any of the movies really? based on the books because there's so much that they – and and I'm not by any means like a huge Harry Potter fan. I read the guy. books – uh, just because you know, I thought they you know were what interesting. House you're in? Do you know what house you're in? I don't. And, Do you know what house and, you're and in, that... Dave? Because I never. I'm in. I'm in House Lannister. <laughs> that's my house. I, I think. I think that's. I think that's something different. Oh, I think, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's uh, our. That's our Game of Thrones bit, guys. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. We totally planned that. <laughs> oh man. But uh, yeah, this it's I love this riff. It's so much fun, so much fun. Even though the movie is a little dark. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, well, they kill a kid. Yeah, yeah, that's the first uh, time that they actually killed one of the students. Yeah, was so, uh, was uh, in in the fourth book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so was let's like uh, the big, big honking thick one. So we're at the halfway point. Do you want to hit the part two question mark button or? Do you have stuff you want to say about five and six? Uh, I think. What time is it? Oh yeah, I need it to is, go eat yeah. something. Take my. I gotta go eat and take my meds. So I think we're gonna we're gonna hit hit the question mark button on this one. Yeah, bam. Um, we're it. We'll come back next week with Harry Potter Part Two. Well, next week we're not gonna have a show oh, because well, next Sunday uh, is Halloween. So I, I will be meetings. I will be busy uh, all evening. With that, you know, I got kids, so I got yeah. stuff I got to do on, on Halloween. Uh, so we will not be having a show next week. I'll run a couple reruns. I'll set it up um, so that we run rerun a couple shows, probably this one and uh, our Haunted Ween uh, special episode before it or after it or whatever. I don't it's know. We'll run a, a, we'll run a few episodes. <laughs> yeah. Don't start that again. Okay, but, uh, so, so next time after that, so probably the first one in November. Yeah. Okay, and and we'll, we'll do Harry Potter part four, five, six, seven, and eight. And oh, we'll five, probably six, talk seven, about uh, Amityville. Rift Tracks Live, yeah. Yeah, Rift Tracks Live. We'll be talking about that. It'll be, you know, a week late, but whatever. We'll be talking about it. Uh, oh, David said, please rerun the Haunted Ween episode. That was classic. A will oh, do. was it? <laughs> will do. I'm glad you enjoyed it so much. That was a, that was a special thing for us, and uh, and I, I felt I felt honored to talk about the movie, and yeah, go see uh, Rift Tracks live tomorrow, guys. That is tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, go go check it out, and uh, for those of you for those of you on Twitch, I I might be back on a little bit later uh, today, uh, streaming some talk games about or whatever. Potter without me, yeah, no. Uh, and if not, I will be back on tomorrow, and maybe we'll play the uh, the custom Rift Tracks Quiplash 3 game that I designed along with Matthew J. Elliott, because uh, I just think that would be a whole heck of a lot of fun and uh, to, to play with uh, a bunch of other Rift Tracks fans. But we'll see about that. Anyway, guys, we'll see you uh, in a couple weeks. I'm Jeremy. You can find me at Awesome. Uh, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Twitch, obviously, I'm on TikTok, I'm on every stupid social media thing. Uh, if you enjoyed the show and you want to support us, you can head on over to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash TrueBlueRiffCast. And make sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at TBRiffCast. Uh, and I'm Dave. You can check me out on Twitter at DChadwickAuthor. It's taken me a long time to get used to that. Uh, <laughs> new Twitter handle because for a long time I was at Sugar Ray Dodge. Uh, I actually went and I got that at Sugar Ray Dodge just to make sure 
uh, nobody else snatched it up. Well, I know somebody who might want to start a hate site against me to go grab it. It's uh, I would never. I would never. No, not Jeremy, but you know the guy I'm talking (laughs) about. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I, I don't want that guy to, to to get it. I I have enemies on the internet. Everybody, uh, <laughs> believe it or not, Dave yeah. has people who don't like him. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? There are people that don't like me. But no, I went and I got the at Sugar Ray Dodge Twitter uh, handle back just so I could, just so that guy wouldn't get it. Um, yeah, but but uh, <laughs> you can check me out at DaveChadwick.info. Uh, go to Amazon.com. You can uh, get my book Monkey, which is the which is my newest work. I you know like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. Um, yep. uh, my back catalog of these three novels, uh, uh, the Tumbleweed Dossier, which is about aliens abducting vampires, Son of Santa, which is about exactly what you think it would be, <laughs> and a novel called Happy Valley, um, which was which was my first novel. Um, if you're only going to do one of those three, I would suggest getting the Tumbleweed dossier. But, um, yeah, go to DaveChadwick.info. There's a whole bunch of info at the dot .info. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, so that's it for me. All right. We'll see you guys next time on the True Blue Riftcast, and we are going to go raid the actual Rift Tracks channel right now. Oh, nice. So, rock to eight I. Perfect. Uh, let's see. We're we're ready to raid. We got a couple seconds left. And uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, David Mello, thanks for popping in for the first time. Josh, good to see you again, as always. Atomic Hero Squad, I know you're lurking. And uh, Van Pooler Man, I know you're in here. And then there's somebody else that I don't know who it is. But uh, thanks for joining calling us. Out, and Calling out all our live listeners. Oh, yeah. Why not? Might as well. Uh, but yeah, thanks, we're gonna. Guys, thanks for listening. We're gonna go head yeah. over to Rift yeah. Tracks. We'll see you later. All right, Rock till you die.